He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, Tuesday, here we go. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. We are glad to be with you today. Got plenty to cover. There's a, It's 2022. There's a, there's a lot to cover every day, of course. You know that much. Uh, but we got Disco in the house. We got a guest we're going to bring in here in a second. But before we get to all that, and we'll talk to our guest, which, who's, who's Bart Marquay today, and I'll tell you a little bit about his background here in a little bit. Um, let's get to question of the day. That's kind and of I would totally like. ring the bell, but I'm all frozen. So ring a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we we can imagine the bell. I think that our bell might even be better than than the studio bell. Um, but the question is this: What do you think is the biggest threat that America faces today? Who? Uh, uh, let me say this: Who or what is the biggest threat that America faces today? Don't say COVID. If you say COVID, you're forbidden from the show. I'll punch you in the vagina. If you think, I, I don't have a vagina, just look again. You probably do. Um, while you send in your responses, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Home Title Lock. Guys, I've shown you. I'll show you again. This is a notarized copy of Florida Quit Claim Deed to My House. It is so easy. It's terrifyingly easy how people can go and get a copy of this because all of your, your, your deeds are online now. They can get a copy, figure out how to forge your signature. By the way, they did a remarkable job of mine. It's not that hard. But, but they did a remarkable job of it. File it, get a fake, fake notary stamp, file it. They cannot question things there, and you're screwed. Now, you can, get, you can get things fixed in the end, but you don't know it until it's too late. We're talking tens upon tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees trying to get all this stuff fixed, and, and you're out. It's stressful as all get out. It's a disaster situation, and it's happening far too often across the country right now so head on over you can go to hometitlelock.com forward slash drew you can get a free no obligation home title scan which is worth a hundred dollars go do it folks make sure that you're still safe make sure you're secure again it's a hundred dollar value all you got to do is go plug in your address you're good to go it's hometitlelock.com forward slash drew and i'd say the craziest thing is that then because they have all this they can then take loan loans out like on your property like yeah. based off of that like that's what's great it's like wait so you're getting, you're getting money that should be mine? Like, that's crazy. Well, that's, like, that's like Matthew the... Cox was saying when he was on, a guy who did this for a living, stealing people. I mean, he would, millions of dollars at a pop. Millions of yeah. dollars at a pop. I, mean, I forget the total that he did, but it was astronomical. And I don't want to say it's impressive because it's, it's illegal and awful, and he went to prison for it. But it's, it's stressful and scary as all get out what happened. But let's get to our guest today. You guys get over to hometitlelock.com forward slash three. You can do it. You can do it super easy while we're listening to or watching the show. But our guest today is Bart McCoy, who's a friend, a former uh, service officer. By the way, I've said this before when I've had Bart on, but he's one of the very few people that used to work at the State Department as a foreign service officer that I respect. Uh, he, he's definitely earned that. He also served as an, a senior energy official under George Bush. I, I would read his title, but it's so damn long that it's going to take up the rest of the show. So here he is, Bart. Good to see you. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Drew. It's nice to be back. Absolutely. I, uh... I used to joke, if you're really important in Washington, your your title is one word and it has the in front of it, the secretary, the <laughs> president. There are only about 15 of those. All the rest of us are just schlubs. <laughs> well, you're no, I know you, I know your background, you're no schlub, but you're, you're uh, it, 
it's, you know, what is it? Principal, deputy, assistant, you know, it just keeps going on and on. Principal, deputy, assistant, secretary of energy for uh, policy and international affairs. See, I mean, even even you and you earn that spot. It's hard to remember that title. You got to get it tattooed on if it's going to be that long. Um, it was so embarrassing to hand out business cards with that title on it, but I was <laughs> proud to serve. Your business card was about this big. Here's my card. Yeah. Um, I love it. Well, thanks again for being here. I, I want to touch on Iran, given the importance of the situation, what's going on over there, what's always going on over there, by the way. But first, I want to get your take on what's happening to their neighbor in Iraq, because yesterday we saw the presidential palace, the green zone, you know, people flooding in there, the, the walls breached, the palace, the palace itself breached, all because Muqtada al-Sadr said, hey, I'm hanging it up. I'm done. What's your take on what's going on over there? This is just Iraqi negotiation at its best. Uh, Muqtada Sadr, about a year ago, they had an election. Uh, he thought he would gain a majority. He didn't. He got a plurality, but he couldn't form a coalition. And normally in coalition governments, you hear about them all the time, Italy, Israel, the UK, wherever, they, they get together and you make a deal with with other parties, maybe you get 35% and you're, you're the top dog and everybody else has, you know, 10 or 12 or 8 or 15 or 26. And you form a, uh, an alliance with a party that got um, enough so that between you and them and maybe a couple of little parties, you come up to 51% and you have a majority and you can govern. Well, he could not form a coalition. He could not form a majority. And so he gave up trying and he said, that's it. I'm done with politics forever. And it's like uh, in the old uh, joke, the annual going out of business forever sale. Um, this he's been quitting politics forever for the last 15 years. And and all that is, is a signal to his followers to storm the palace. So they stormed the green zone. They stormed the presidential palace which is now the prime minister's uh, uh, office. They stormed the parliament and they just shut the whole thing down. Um, a few people got killed. That's typical in right. uh, for Muqtada Sadr. He doesn't care. And now he's created chaos. And he's just going to, he said, oh, I'm calling all my supporters back. I'm doing the grand magnanimous gesture. Uh, he wants to be prime minister control the government, control the, uh, the cabinet, and he'll do everything he has to to control it. He's fighting with Iran. Iran is his big ally, but he's fighting with them. And he's saying, look, I'm the boss here. Not Iran, not the Sunnis, not the Kurds, not anybody. It's me, not the other Shias. I'm the king of the Shias, and I'm the king of Iraq. Yeah. And you'll get nothing and like it. What do you make of the, obviously there was lots of hubbub yesterday. You can see on the screen there a second ago, you know, a helo allegedly landing on top of the embassy. People flipping out saying, hey, here we go again. We've got helicopters landing on top of embassies, you know, evacuating personnel, Kirby and, and others at, at the White House and in, in, in D.C. As much as I don't believe all them on, on most issues are saying, no, 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 that's not happening. Like it's safe and secure there. What, what do you make of all that? Well, it's certainly not safe and secure, but they... I, I believe that they're not, if they say we're not evacuating people by helicopter, I think they probably are not. I heard that the Dutch embassy moved people over to the German embassy, and maybe they were using helicopters. Maybe the helicopter was 
was there ferrying people in and out. But uh, there's been they they by law, they cannot evacuate State Department employees without notifying American citizens that they're going to do it. And yeah. so uh, they, they can't they can't lie about that legally there's they they would face serious consequences if they did that <laughs> maybe in this day and age you never know what consequences they face. but yeah i mean exactly I mean, that's that's how things work we also yeah. didn't get a lot of heads up you know on in in Kabul when it happened so what's to say that things don't change but the kind i mean it is a different situation um than it was there so it'll be interesting to, to watch it develop it certainly seeing some of the footage come through yesterday like oh man here we go again here we go again yeah. um but let's move on to Iran. So, so you 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 did a show the other day. You're always smart on this topic. You worked, you know, again as as the the 75 you know word energy official under the Bush administration before, and again did an awesome job. But what's the latest there? Because you've got the Biden administration pushing hard to get this done. They want it done. You've got Iran pushing back. They're mad at at you know some of the people who are over there, the investigators probing to check on things. Uh, give us an overview, and then we'll kind of step down from there. Yeah. The the, the thing that I can't answer is why America is pushing for this. It's clear. This is Obama pushing for this, by the way. This was his signature foreign policy uh, priority when he was president. He wanted to give Iran the hegemony in the Persian Gulf. Why? I don't understand. I, I know that Valerie Jarrett has ties there. I know that he had some kind of uh, strange tie there. But but why the fascination with Iran, I just don't get. There is nothing in American interests about this deal. This is rolling over and pretending that Iran will obey the, the rules laid down for them when the rules don't even have enforcement mechanisms. They don't even have uh, proper uh, uh, inspection protocols that don't require advanced notification. If in a real nuclear deal, you would have a provision that says the IAEA can come with zero notice. They can just show up at any time and, and inspect the premises. Here, they've got it written so that they have to give a month's warning. So yeah. they can turn off all the cameras. There are no cameras on the sensitive areas. There's nothing about this that prevents the deal being cheated on. And, and we are pushing it forward. We've empowered Russia to represent our interests there. We're fighting Russia in the front door in, in Ukraine. Right. And in the back door, we're telling them, oh, please represent our interests. You know, look out for us, take care of us in the negotiations in Tehran. The EU just wants a deal. They, they, they don't care. The right. missiles aren't going to be aimed at them. They're going to be aimed at Israel and the United States and Saudi Arabia. Uh, the EU says, look, we just want to sell cars and, and consumer goods there again. You know, please just make a deal already. And the Iranians are saying, we won't make a deal until you make another concession and another concession and another concession. They've already gotten more than they ever could have gotten from anybody else. But Biden and Obama have given them more than they could ever dream of. Well, yeah. and, and, and what do you think? I mean, like, let, we'll, we'll come back in a second to how ludicrous the original deal was, how, how crazy it is what they're asking for now and what they'll likely get in, in, a, in as sadly as it is. 
But what what is the Biden administration? I agree with you. Obama's fingerprints are all over this. Obviously, it started with him, but I, they're they're all over so many things that are happening in our country and abroad today. What do people like that think they even get out of this? Like, there's no there's no benefit. There's no value add for us. What they claim they get out of it is not the same as what they think they get out of it, in my opinion. Uh, what they claim they get out of it is that they are preventing Iran from acquiring a nuclear weapon, a nuclear missile. But there's nothing about this that restricts Iranian uh, efforts to develop long-range missiles. There's nothing about it that requires them, that restricts them from developing the delivery mechanism. All it all it purports to restrict them from is developing nuclear warheads, but there is no check, there's no balance, there's no, uh, uh, what do you call, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, verification procedure right. to make sure that they're obeying what they, uh, what they commit themselves to do. What, what I believe they think they get out of it is millions or tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars in some sort of business deal on the side for American companies or for for companies that hire Hunter Biden, maybe right. or James Biden. There, there's those guys is, always win. Yeah, that, that we know that much. It's corrupt and stinking to its core. Yeah. Well, and I don't what I don't understand with, with this this whole thing since the very first deal and, and then now too, having worked in the field that I worked in, having, you know, you working in, in your field, you know, we spent time over there. We understand the complexities of this, but we also understand and I don't, for the love of me, get how so many people out there cannot see that that Iran, the world's largest state sponsor of terror, by the way, there is as awful and vile a creatures as can be talking about their government. But how how anyone has ever for a second believed that this makes sense to say, hey, you know what, we're going to give you billions upon billions in, 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 in funds, some of which was yours, but was frozen. We're going to give that back to you. We're going to say that you can't have a nuclear weapon, but we also know deep down that you're never going to stop. There's not a damn thing on the planet that's going to stop you from going after this because, again, you are Iran. I just don't understand how people are so blinded by the fact that this is how they operate. This is how they do things. And Same here. Same here. And, and this is the only treaty in American history that did not require a two-thirds uh, ratification in the Senate, yeah. they set it so that it could be ratified by one third of the Senate. How is it even legal? And why is nobody challenging this? I don't know who has standing. Is it Mitch McConnell? Is he the one that has standing to challenge this? Why? Why are the why are the senators not challenging this and saying you cannot do this? You are making a deal that is a an international treaty. And the Constitution says it must be ratified by two-thirds of the Senate. And you put together, with just a majority vote in the Senate, you changed the rules. Obama changed the rules. And they've never been undone regarding this agreement, the most dangerous agreement that's out there. And we're doing it with one-third support of the Senate. It, it's, it's shocking to me and incomprehensible to me. Yeah. And by the way, it was $140 billion dollars in cash that we gave them, pallets of cash and in gold, and they turned around and spent it starting a war in Yemen and in Syria that has killed millions of people. And, and it wasn't their money, it was the money of the Iranian people. And for 
40 years, we have said, that's not your money. You, the government of Iran, as currently constituted, you are not a legitimate government. We don't recognize you as a legitimate government. We are holding this money in trust for the Iranian people when they get a, a legitimate government. And Obama just gave them the money. Yeah. Just gave it to them. Well, and again, I, it's, it's not just the wars you're talking about there, too, Bart. It's, it's, you know, Iran being the largest state sponsor of terror. They have their hands in so many things throughout the Middle East, South Asia, all over the world, for that matter. And they target Americans. We, we essentially, every time we give money to people like this and we concede to them, they always win. We always get screwed. And they use dollars. Again, in this case, it's a little wonky because it was, was the Iranian people's money. But we're essentially saying, yeah, you can, you can have that money which we know they're going to use against not just our allies and, and friends in the region, but against us. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it's, it's, it's like literally mind blowing. Like how dumb can we be? But the answer is that dumb. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. They're hunting us with dogs. I, I, you know, are they going to come after me next? Are they going to come after you? Uh, because we've been anti-Iran officials uh, uh, previously in our careers. They're going after people from the Trump administration and from the Bush administration that hurt them. And they, they have teams out hunting these guys with uh, like snipers. And, and they have to have security and they cannot live normal lives. And we're giving the people money who are doing this. And we're talking about an agreement that will let them have nuclear weapons yeah. and we'll sit back and say yeah we'll still do business with you you go ahead you can sell your oil you can sell everything on the open market no problem <laughs> it's so true i mean i i'm i'm so over dc i'm so over 2022 i'm so over the so-called logic and and stuff that's come out of there for 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 a long time now but it's increasingly worse it just it's ridiculous last question is there anything we can do is that to stop it is there anything that gets this thing hemmed up so the deal doesn't get renewed yeah, I think I think that I'm still an optimist and I think that Biden will not dare sign this and unless he has high approval ratings. The the downside of his signing it is so high that he will lose the last support he has among important parts of the population in America and he has to show that he is gaining some sort of concession from them. And and so far, all he's gotten is they've given up on their demand that he take the Revolutionary Guards off the terrorism, state sponsors of terrorism list. But he, he has to get some sort of concession and he has to be able to get up and tell a corn pop story about the Ayatollah. And they're not going to give him that. They're the ones telling the corn pop stories about him. Right. No, exactly. Well, we'll see where it goes. <clears throat> it's definitely scary to, that we're even having the conversation because it should be just a done deal right away. We're not doing this. We're never going to do something that foolish again. But yet again, here we are talking about it. And, and there's a lot of people around the world pushing for it. So scary times. We'll, we'll have you back to talk about it, Bart. I appreciate you being here, guys. You can follow Bart on Twitter at Bart Markoy. True Social Bart Markoy. Is it the B same Markoy. label? B Markoy. Sorry, B Markoy. I'm sorry. B Markoy. You. you got it, Bart. Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Have a good day. Bye. All right. So everyone, please smash that button, that like button plus sign. It's the Boxing Glove app if you're on Rumble, whichever platform you're on. Facebook, hit the like button. YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're 
still subscribed since yesterday because they probably unsubscribed you since yesterday. They love to play that game. It's a fun little game that we play with them. But uh, make sure you subscribe, continuing to engage there and share, share, share away. It's great having Bart on. And before we get into Trump, before we get into this FBI stuff, a couple other stories I want to hit on. We will be doing, by the way, booze and banter today. We got things sorted back out with locals. So we'll be uh, over there today, circa 3 p.m. at drewberkwist.locals.com. But guys, if you got any type of retirement, and I hope you do, any type of retirement savings, this is going to be the most important message that you hear all day, if not all year, because we've got Joe Biden in the office and he's not holding back. He, he is raised taxes. We've got record inflation. We've got new corporate taxes. We've got all sorts of stuff. It's, it's an economic calamity what is going on, some of which might affect every one of you, some just some of you, but, but it, one way or the other, we're all getting affected by what's going on. And let's not forget, by the way, we are in a recession. It's sickening. It's frustrating as all get out. And if you don't plan for this now, you might as well kiss your savings and retirement goodbye. But it's not too late. We've got great friends who are getting their free gold and silver IRA kits to discover the secret to protecting retirement savings from Biden and his new taxes and, of course, inflation. Using the free gold and silver IRA kit from GoldCo couldn't be easier. You don't need to be rich to use it. You don't have to be a tax expert to use it, which is why I'm able to use it. And it could protect you from his attack on your bank accounts and retirement savings. So head on over to DrewLovesGold.com. Again, that's DrewLovesGold.com right now to get your free gold and silver IRA kit. Guys, all you got to do is sign up. They send you some information. You look at it. Then you make your decision. But but be smart. Do it. Again, it's DrewLovesGold.com. Get ahead. You'll be glad that you did. Okay, so I love the eerie music. Uh, So a (laughs) Washington-based, is that the eerie, like, is that kind of how, like, you do, like, I don't know what that even is. Um, The the track is called Dark Oscillating Music. (laughs) Oscillating, like, A-U-S-C, like, oscillate. O-S-C-I, oscillations, actually, oscillations. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. All right, so we got a Washington-based... FBI investigation into President Trump, as we all know, right? We talked about it. All that's culminated with the raid on Mar-a-Lago. But the dude who opened the case has been asked to resign, forced to leave his post, allegedly. There's multiple reports on whether he quit. Was We'll talk about it. But it comes amid accusations that he mishandled the Hunter Biden laptop investigation due to his political bias, something that should not exist according to Agency regulations, the political, the, not the, the apolitical charter, I should say, with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, all of that. And obviously, <laughs> I mean, to say just, just reading that line, he's mishandled the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. You think? There's not a damn person who's gotten that right, except for people on, like, the New York Post did a great job with it when they broke that story. There's other people who have, but, but the FBI certainly didn't. But the Joker's name is Timothy Tybalt, Thebalt. I don't know how you say his name. No one cares. And he was an assistant special agent in charge, an ASAC, that was forced to leave, according to at least two former FBI officials who are familiar with what's going on inside the Bureau. Uh, and they allege that, that he, Thebalt, conceived the partisan nature of the evidence, um, concealed, excuse me, the partisan nature of the evidence from FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland to secure their approval to open an investigation into Trump. So that, obviously, like I said before, that investigation culminated in just the absolute 
ridiculous raid weeks ago down to Mar-a-Lago where the FBI was there for nine hours. And as, as Cameron said yesterday, they sat on it, got it approved, sat on it for 48 hours to make sure that they had the news cycle on their side. Let's make sure it's the right time, right time of the week. Timing's everything. Eyeballs and, and ratings are everything. But he, he's, he's done a poor job. He's the scapegoat for this. Did a horrible job with Hunter Biden and that laptop investigation. And it, it goes beyond the laptop. It's, there's, there's more to Hunter Biden than just the laptop. But it did a horrible job there. But opened this investigation and then was reportedly seen being escorted out by two to three people at the uh, FBI headquarters, taking the elevator and goodbye. So <clears throat> he's, there's a whistleblower who says this, and this is a whistleblower who was put on suspension after the events of January 6th. He said, look, I think some of the executives that were involved in my indefinite suspension are the same cast of characters involved in pulling security clearances for conservative employees in retaliation for their disfavored political speech. Which is interesting because this guy's gone now and allegedly he's been removed. But there are people who, who lost their clearance and your clearance is gold. Your clearance is essentially your lifeline in this community, right? If you're in the intel or law enforcement community, that if you don't have that, you cannot work. And if you don't have higher, higher you know, and, and different degree, depending on what you do, you, you're useless if you don't have, in the case of the Bureau, a TSSCI clearance. So they lose that. People lose that. Bravo, what the hell's up, man? I agree. Um, but you lose that and you're in trouble, right? And these people originally lost it because of their, their political views and beliefs. So the report goes. But this guy who opened an investigation into Trump did the same thing, just in the opposite. I mean, he, he would like opinion pieces from Wash Poe and, and New York Times, all these places attacking Bill Barr, attacking Trump, saying Barr failed by not being more aggressive with Trump, the sitting president at the time. He, tweet, he retweeted, here's all you need to know. He's retweeted Lincoln Project tweets talking about how Trump was psychologically broken, embittered, and a deeply unhappy man. Have you seen what the people who work at the Lincoln Project have been charged with? These people are scum. Not just because they're establishment douchebag rhinos who really are, are Democrats, but because of how they treat other people, how they view the world, how they view this country. But it's a really interesting development in this case i'm not saying it's a good thing a bad thing i'm just i'm just stating the facts here that the dude who who opened that investigation was out there's a lot of discussion about it today 25 year veteran of the of the of the service fbi and him of course not commenting much on this but it's I, i'll say this i'm not saying it's going to change anything with the, the direction of the investigation it's not going to change a damn thing with the democrats bloodthirsty you know hunt and search to try and find anything and everything that they can to pin on trump so they can indict him and prevent him from running i don't think it changes the damn thing there but it's good to see someone who's partisan someone who's anti-trump who shouldn't he could be anti-trump at home but as, as soon as you step into that office and are working in an official capacity you you cannot do that i hated obama there's plenty of people who did. There's people who didn't like Trump. It doesn't matter. You do the job. 
You do the job. But this place is so broken. The FBI, the federal government as a whole, D.C. as a whole, that that doesn't happen anymore. So it's good to see these people getting out. We need to get rid of them. Like I said, we, the only way you fix this is you just burn the thing down. Not literally, although I'm not opposed to it. But you, you, you start over. You start over. It cannot be fixed. Again, there's no trust. You, 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 once someone breaks your trust, this is a simple concept, right? You know, it's, 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 it's almost impossible to get it back. And that's usually on like a friend-to-friend level, family member, colleague type thing. We're talking about a powerful federal agency who has tarnished their record and credibility so much, their trust of the American people is so gone, they consider us, they consider me, someone who fought terrorists on behalf of the government, a domestic terrorist now. There's, there's, there's no way you can come back from that. You can't just be like, well, you know what, they had a, they had a rough couple of years. Let's give them a pass. Maybe they'll be better. No, it doesn't work that way. Our country hates each other now. You can't, you can't have things fixed like that. Things like that cannot get turned around. That's just not happening. It's sad. It's ridiculous. But it's true. Well, it's like uh, I was actually reading something this morning. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone again. Um, but it's something that Jack, how do you say, say his last name? Pasobiec? Yeah? Jack Pasobiec? Yeah, 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 Pasovic. Um, this is something he tweeted back in 21. When Biden eases up on the vaccine mandates, he will blame Trump for rushing the vaccine. Then herd nat- natural immunity and mild variants will effectively end and end the pandemic. And they will all give Biden credit. And then he said, screenshot this. And he just reposted it today because it's like, yeah, I mean, here they are making it seem like he's the savior of all the stuff that's going on right now. Oh, we're not in a recession. Everything's going great. Yeah, but he like, he made that happen. <laughs> he, he made it all happen. Why don't we see that? Why, why is anyone calling him out on that stuff? I mean, oh, we are, but why is anyone on Capitol Hill doing it? Well, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot more people starting to call. I mean, we, we, we shared the poll, you know, it was, yes, was it yesterday? It must, it must have been yesterday because it's only Tuesday. But, we, you know, the, most people think he's doing a horrible job and not just talking approval ratings. And we shared last week another one whether it was the young demo, like the 18 to 25 demo, and, and yep. upward and onward, regardless of race, regardless of everything, almost everything except for the, the, the black community, which gave him a 52% approval. Everyone else was like disastrously <laughs> low. Like it was, dis- like, again, even the people that they manipulate and convince into voting Democrat were like, yeah, not him. And again, that's not, this isn't a Trump show. This isn't about Trump. Like we're the the story right now, this FBI agent deal is about Trump and how just sick and twisted and broken our government is. But it's not about Trump. It's it's that guy. I always say it. Compare the guy. Compare the president who is in the White House, whether they're actually running things or not, which is a big question mark with Biden. Right? It's almost certain that he's not running anything. But compare the person whose face is on the the portrait, whose name is on the seal. Are they doing a good job? There, anyone who comes to the conclusion that Joe Biden's doing a good job is lost and, and useless. Well, you know, it's bad when, when, when it's like the last, you know, if we were to say, Hey, the last two democratic presidents voted in, you talk to Democrats now and they have voters remorse. Right. Now have Republicans ever had voters remorse for who they voted in and got in? I don't, 
I don't think so. We got stuff done, you know, or, or, you know, peace through strength, whatever you want to call it. It's bad that when you're now, I had friends who voted for Obama, got him in. And after like two, three years, they're like, man, shouldn't have voted for him. Right. <laughs> so, right. You know, cause it was just cool. Like, yo, we're going to have a black president. And I'm like, Hey, it would have been great. I'm, I'm not saying it's not bad that he got, he became president, first black president. That's awesome. But if you knew what he was actually doing and standing for, what his, what he was what he was trying to get done, if you did your research, you wouldn't have voted him in, regardless of the color of skin, regardless, because you would be like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. You probably wouldn't have voted, because you, you, you you're like, no, I don't want to vote for that guy, but I would, I'm just not going to vote, you know, because you you would have been scared. Yeah, well, but here, just, you know, here it is. You know, we we've got to get, we've got to get. Uh, identity politics out of it. i mean the, the people who vote oh, that yeah. way like i mean that's that's just a you're right there there's people who totally vote that way like, wouldn't it be cool like that that's not let's not do it that way um yeah. palma beat said they need to perp walk president trump in front of fake news cameras before the midterms preferably in his underwear that's an interesting side pete palma uh they have to get mega conservatives to pop off before november there's no doubt about that that they want that 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 latter part of your state well there's let's let's take let's leave the middle part out okay um and let's take the first and the last part. There's no doubt that they want people to be goaded into reacting the way that they've reacted the last several years, you know, rioting, doing all sorts of stuff, violence, something that can further perpetuate the narrative that they've got, that we've got, you know, white extremists, white nationalists, all this stuff, uh, which is just not, frankly, a problem that this country has. We do have lots of problems. That's not one of them. But, but they're, they're, they're definitely hoping for that. And I definitely think we've talked about that before in the show. It is a hundred percent their goal to indict him and present, present that as a, as a means to say, Hey, you cannot run because we're terrified of you. But the visual and, and what they would gain from having him in cuffs and perp walking him, as you're suggesting there, hundred percent, they want that hundred percent. They want that. That is like, you know, like overseas, it was like, it, it was the, 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 it was a gem and it was like a trophy if they could kill someone from, from the agency, you know, because it just was a bigger deal, harder to, to know what they were doing, where we were, what we're, all that kind of stuff. It was a huge, huge, you know, pin in their, you know, whatever, whatever analogy you want to use. Same thing. I mean, this is, if you, and, and bigger, like if you can, if you can get, and th- trust me, if, if it ever does happen, CNN will be there shockingly. CNN just happened to be on the scene, kind of like the Roger Stone thing. Like, CNN was there. It just was weird that they had camera crews at like 3 a.m. in the morning. But they'll be there because that is their goal. They would love to have that happen. And, and they would love it because they hate him. It smears him and, and pretty much puts a nail in his coffin, so they think. And it gets, it goats conservatives into doing stupid things. But man, I'm telling you, all of it backfires. That's the problem with all of it. They don't see that as it backfires. It backfires for the whole country. But they don't, they don't see it that way because they're just not smart. I mean, you got to keep in mind when you're, when you're, when you're a tinderbox like we are, you're playing with fire like we are on a daily basis. Fill in the blank with an issue. Fill in the blank. You, you, you've got polls that are out there. We've shared similar ones before. Among all U.S. citizens, here's a new one. Among all U.S. citizens, 43% said civil war was at least somewhat likely. That's not good. Now, we know that. But sometimes I think, you know, let, 
maybe it's just a, maybe it's just some of us who are like, hey, we're racing towards something that we don't want here. But Democrats and independents, the figure was lower, but would, would you think it was this high? Democrats and independents, 40% of Democrats and independents say, hey, we're, we're headed towards a civil war sometime in the next 10 years. That's a high figure for, for Democrats. 54% of Republicans said it was somewhat likely. So when, when things are that tense, and again, you don't have to look at this poll to know things are tense. You can look at a, a gazillion examples over the last six years and really the last two and see, hey, we can't handle a whole lot more. We're close to that. And, and some would say, that's great. Bring it on. To which I'd say, yeah, let's, let's split up because I'm sick of this and we don't like each other anymore. We can't even decide what a woman is on one side. We can't agree on abortion. We can't agree on borders and protecting our country. But having fought, I don't, I don't think you want to fight. Let's, let's, not, let's not go down that path. Bravo. Bravo's back today. Bravo, we've talked about this a lot. But I don't, I don't think that's the goal. Now, is it, is it avoidable? It might not be. But when things are that crazy, all that to say, like, man, do you really want to perp walk a guy in front of all the cameras, all of the globe, when it could spark something like that? And the answer for them is yes, because that's who they are. But the reasonable person in me is like, man, do you really want to go that direction? Like, let's not go that direction. Possibly hooky 28. That's, that's possibly hooky says they need a civil war to stop the revolution. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time that we're living in right now. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of crazy times real quick, just want to hit on this. And then we'll, we'll hit on a couple other things. We're going to talk Ozzy Osbourne who you probably know why, but we're going to talk about him. Um, he's not talking because you can't understand what he's saying, but like uh, we'll talk about him in Booth and Banter. We'll get into a couple other things this afternoon over there on Locals against DrewBerkwist.Locals.com. We'll be there as soon as the show is over here, which we are uh, rapidly approaching on. But we've been sending all this money and, and weapons over to Ukraine. Now, some of it's money, some of it's actual physical weapons from our reserve. The problem is, is we're sending so much from our reserves and, and we've sent $13 billion worth of arms, by the way, in six months. As if we have no problems here. Again, we said it last week, or maybe it was on Mammoth when I was talking about it for, for something I was doing for Mammoth Nation. We're, we're at, tr in the last couple of weeks, a trillion dollars. You know, the 740, whatever it was, $740 billion for the Inflation Reduction Act that does nothing for reducing inflation. Committed $300 billion for debt relief, for student debt relief, so all of us are paying off everyone else's loans. If you've already paid off your loan, now you're just paying off more people's loans. Congrats. And then they announced an additional $3 billion for arms to Ukraine last week as well. So spending tons of money during a recession on things that no one wants. And what's happening is not only are we spending gobs of money on things that no one wants during a recession. But you're also depleting our reserves. You've got people at the Pentagon now who are saying, hey, guys, uh, just a quick heads up. Our stockpiles of weapons are dwindling. And if you haven't noticed, we're fighting a proxy war against a superpower in Russia, in Ukraine. China is, is on, on the, the, the fringe of, of invading. They're close to invading Taiwan, which would drag us into something. 
Iran's being Iran. North Korea's being North Korea. The world is not a stable place. We've got violent cartels to our south. It is a crazy-ass world that we live in, and we should probably, as the world's superpower, be prepared to, to, to defend ourselves, but we're way down. Way down. To the point where, again, senior officials saying, guys, this is a problem. This is a problem. When you've got, and, and, and the, uh, the Pentagon's a disaster right now. Not everyone there, you, they, I, I don't, I don't, we don't live in a world of absolutes. Lloyd Austin, General Milley are douchebags. They're awful for the service. They're an embarrassment to their country. But, but there's good people who are there. There's good people who are at the FBI, like we always say. The FBI needs to go away forever. But, but there's good people there. But things are so bad, they're having to re request an, an, additional, an additional $500 million per year to start to enhance their own stockpile, our stockpile at the Pentagon. And people, they're scared. NATO allies apparently facing the same issue. Everyone's sending everything there. We're all collectively becoming weaker. Well, I mean, we could ask uh, Ukraine, hey, can we have some weapons if we're ever in trouble? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that stuff we sent over? <laughs> Get off the green screen for a second, bro. We got a serious question. Yeah. Can yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> how bad is that? You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. I'm so glad we we're able to help them out. But now, I, I love what, how, what you wrote in the notes. The Pentagon is becoming increasingly uncomfortable with the rate of these donations. <laughs> like, <Yes>. hey. <laughs> Like, I feel like it's, you know, someone's in the background. Hey, um, so we should shut up, Frank. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's bad. It's yeah. so bad that it's going down like that. How much were you saying they're requesting? 500 million? The Pentagon. Yeah, the Pentagon's 500 additional. Oh, my god. You know, to their already huge budget, <laughs> which we need. Again, yeah. a country is not a country without borders and a strong defense. And you can't talk about all these other issues that everyone wants to talk about in 2022, none of, none of which really matter. But you can't even talk about those if you're not safe and secure. But we're just taking all the stuff that makes us safe and secure and be like, you want it? Here you go. Like Let's Halloween. tap into our oil reserve too. Why not? This Pentagon <laughs> is the equivalent to the house that puts out a bucket and says, please just take one on Halloween. It's like, you naive little bitches. Like that, no one's going to do that. You're going to get a kid who just dumps all that stuff in there. It's... Not good. Well, you just know it's not. It's not even that. You you make note. You wait. You wait about a half hour after everyone's gone. Then you go back and then you take it. <laughs> I gave the kids thirty minutes. That's it's it's done. Doesn't sound like you've ever done that before. Um, <clears throat> I may have done it last Halloween with my girls. I don't know. I, <laughs> I love it. Um, by the way, I want to see a chart on what has happened. I'm not suggesting that it's okay. But, you know, there was always the Ukrainian mail order bride thing. I've not researched it. I'm not into it. I've, I'm happily married. But, like, has that spiked? Is that number up now? Um, I don't know. I guess I can look for it. <laughs> oh, I'm, you're going to get some weird stuff on, on the computers. Don't, let's not do that. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just curious. Like, people want out of there, obviously. Um, okay. We appreciate you guys being here today. Thanks for having uh, having the the time and the afternoon to to spend with us. Make sure you hit that like button on the way out. Plus sign over on Rumble Boxing Glove if you're on the Rumble app. Appreciate Bart Markoy stopping by to to spend some time with us. Great guy. We'll have him back for sure. Um, 
No doubt about that. We will be over on Locals here in a few minutes, probably about nine minutes at 3 p.m. Eastern. It'll be drewberkwist.locals.com. We'll get into a bunch of different topics, but we'll, we'll, we're going to start with Ozzy Osbourne. Why he's leaving doesn't make sense. Do you kind of agree? Because I kind of do with some of his sentiment. I don't agree with a lot of things he does. I've never taken a bite out of a bat, by the way. For those of you who can't make it to the locals, we'll see you tomorrow on the main show, 2 p.m. Eastern, all the major platforms. Have a great day. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.